don't be afraid to adapt to change. Don't be afraid to review your goals and your progress and be like, you know what? I need to change this. Welcome to another episode of The Sharp Edge with Shiki. I'm your host, Shiki Sharp. This podcast, we're elevating every aspect of life. All right? So today we'll be talking about effective goal setting techniques. Last week, our guests talked about setting goals, talk about personal development, talk about self-improvement. But how are we going to get there? How are we going to develop ourselves? How are we going to improve ourselves? We have to set goals. So again, I'm not an expert in this year, but I did my research and I'm here to share it with you guys that you definitely want to have some effective goal setting techniques. So today I'll be talking about those. Grab your notebook, grab a pen, grab your iPad, whatever it is you use to take notes, go get it, go get it. I don't want you to just listen, just to listen. I don't want you to just, let me go on because Shika or Shiki, I know my friends and family know me as Shika, because Shika or Shiki sent me the invite. Come in here, come in here, come in here, come in here, come in here to learn, right? Come in here to learn. So grab your notepad. And if you already had have one of my ready, set, goals one of my ready set goals journal go grab that we have a note section in there a note spot in there so it says notes right here go get that and um start taking notes if you don't have one of these i'll put the link in the description of this video and you're able to get one it's on amazon so go get it on amazon if you don't have one but if you have it start using it all right so january is like a reset month it's like a reset button. It's like, okay, it's a new year. For this year, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to go here. So it's a reset. So let's act like it, all right? So for the month of January, we're developing ourselves. So today we'll be talking about the different goal setting techniques. The first one I want to talk about is the SMART goals. I'm pretty sure we all hear about SMART goals. Um, the first thing, it has to be specific. So you want to clearly define what you want to accomplish. You can't say... For example, I want to earn a bachelor's degree. What do you want to earn the bachelor's degree in? Right? Like, you have to be very specific. It has to be measurable. So ensure that your goal is quantifiable to track progress. If it's not measurable, you won't be able to tell um, if you're accomplishing your goals. So um, for the bachelor's degree example, if you, you, you can measure that by saying, okay, I need to complete... I don't know, I think 120 credits, I think it is now. Um, okay, you've done with 10 credits, you're done with 20 credits, you're done with 30 credits, you're done with 60 credits, you're halfway to, to your goals, right? So it needs to be measurable. It needs to be achievable too. I, I, I feel like sometimes I set some goals where I'm like, oh my God, can I achieve it? But I've seen it done before, so I know for a fact that it's realistic. I know for a fact that it's attainable. It may be hard, it may be challenging, but I know that it's um, attainable, right? It has to be relevant. So it means that your goals should be relevant to your broader life plans, okay? What is it you want out of life? What is your ultimate goal? Think about it as we're talking, right? What's your ultimate goal? Um, whatever your ultimate goal is, then you need to start making plans around that. Um, time bound, so we, we it's smart. S-M-A-R-T, we touched on specific, we touch on measurable, we touch on relevant, we touch, and now we're talking about time bound. So I'm one of those people who, and I use SMART goals all the time. I'm one of those people who, 
I love put, to put time on everything. My husband and I, we are so different. I'm like, I want to do this by next week. I want to do this by next month. I want to do this by next year. He's always like, you love planning? But guess what? If you don't put a time to it, then how are you going to really be motivated? Right? I don't know. Right? I don't know. I just feel like you need to put a time on it. Put a time up when you want to do it. Now that we are done with the SMART goals, we're going to move on to the bags all right and i'll let you know what the bags stand for but i love this you know like i'm getting in my bag and all of that good stuff so bag in this case stands for big hairy audacious goals all right so b-h-a-g bag big hairy audacious goals these are long-term highly ambitious goals that are meant to inspire and motivate all right when you achieve the Magolia, you inspire anybody, you motivate anybody. But you inspire yourself as well. You motivate yourself. All right? So they should be challenging, but yet possible to achieve. Remember the SMART goals, where it says it must be um, attainable. You should be able to, you know, to achieve it. So even though it's challenging, it is definitely possible to achieve. If your goals don't scare you, they are not big enough. They should scare you but they should also be realistic, all right? So I love the big, hairy, audacious goals. Get in your bags. Then we have the Heisenhower box. I know the concept before preparing for this podcast, but I didn't know that's what it's called. So this technique helps in prioritizing tasks by sorting them into four different categories. So you'll be like, okay, the first category is it's urgent and it's important, all right? The other one is it's important but not urgent. The other one is urgent but not important. And you have the other goal that is neither urgent nor important. All right. So this is going to help you prioritize. So for those people who, who, if you have a hard time prioritizing, then I said, okay, get a list, get four lists or four buckets, and you're going to put is it urgent and important? Is it important but not urgent? Is it urgent but not important? It is need. Is it neither urgent or import nor important? If it's neither urgent nor important, you want to put that at the bottom of your list, right? It's not important. I'm mean, not have to do it right now. Put it at the bottom of the list. The ones that are important and urgent should be at the top of your list. So take some time, um, maybe the beginning of the week. If you're like me, I love to plan the beginning of the week for the week, and say, okay, what do I need to get done this week to achieve my goals, right? Um, is it, I need to do this, but is it important? Is it urgent? Do I need to do it this week? Can I stay till next week without causing any delay in anything else? Then you put that on the top of your list. All right. Um, then we have vision boards. So many of us utilize vision board. I myself, I love vision board. I love, 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 love vision board. So with that, I'm pretty sure we all know what that is. It's a visual representation of your goals typically in the form of board with images, words, um, you know, those things that represent what you want to achieve. So I've been creating vision board for a while and I put all the good things on there, but don't just put it on there. You have to work for it, but at least put it in a spot. When you make your vision board, put it in a spot where you see it on a daily basis. So you're walking by it. You're like, listen, I need that. So let me get, let me, let me start doing things to achieve that. Right. So put it in a place where it's visible and work on them goals. All right. Now we have the action plans. This is where you create a detailed plan outlining the steps needed to achieve your goals. This include what needs to be done, 
what it needs to be done and how it's going to be done. So if you're a planner like myself, I write everything. The beginning of every week, I start writing all the things I need to get done this week, how I'm going to get it done, when I'm going to get it done. And then I even revisit it on a daily basis. So like this morning I get up and I have my list of things that I want to do this week. Then I say, okay, what can I do today? And I'll take out the things that I need to do today. And I put that on my list. And I start starring sometimes to what I need to do first today. All right. So this is where you kind of make a plan or outline the steps that you're going to use to achieve your goals. Another one is a 90 day goal method. I've done this for the first time this 90 days. So in December, I went to a conference in California and they were setting goals using the 90 day plan. I, I've never done it that way. So it was, it was new to me. Um, it's like, okay, what do you want to achieve in 2024? We talk about all the things we want to achieve in 2024. Then we're going to take it step by step. So in the first 90 days, wh what do we want to achieve? How far can we get in achieving our goals? So in 90 days, you know, you kind of, um, break down the larger goals into smaller 90 day chunks. This method makes big goals more manageable and less daunting, right? But here with the 90 days goal, you have to be consistent. So even if you set your goals for January, February, March, and then here comes April and you don't achieve all of them. Something that you've achieved, none of them. That's okay. All right. That's okay. All you have to do is just put it back on the next 90 days. You're still going to have new goals for April, May, June, but don't just say, I didn't achieve those. If it's part of your wider picture if it's part of your bigger picture put it back on the next quarter put it back on the next quarter and keep going keep going um another one that i'm going to talk about is the 5 by 50 goal method the 5 by 50 goal method never never heard of it never heard of it but i feel like again the way they discuss it i feel like i've done it before i've never done the 50 days it's called the 5 by 50 goal method I've done the concept, but not in that way. So the setting the five by 50 goal is where you're setting five goals over 50 days. All right. So each focusing on a different area of life, such as health, such as finance, such as relationships, such as personal development and career. So you'll have five areas of your life or five things that you want to do. And you'll say, okay, over the next 50 days, I want to achieve these things. So for example, for 50 days, you said, you know what? I want to lose 10 pounds in the next 50 days. You're going to say, I want to save a thousand dollars in the next 50 days. We're at health. We're at finance. Um, for relationships, you may be like, I want to have a better relationship with my husband, with my kids, with my siblings, with my parents, you know, something like that. So you set a goal. I'm going to reach out more often. I'm going to reach out to my parents um once per week for the next 50 days if it's something you know a lot of people do not talk to their parents regularly um so if you say i want to develop a better relationship with my parents then you make it a point for the next 50 days i'll be calling them once per week or once per month or once per day however you want to do it for personal development um you could say i'm going to read a book for the next 50 days i'll be reading a book every day not a book every day but like part of a book every day so for the 50 days i'll be reading three books in total or four books whatever it is and for career you may say all right i want to um, get a promotion in order to get a promotion you have to 
have a certain certificate, right? So then you'll say for the next 50 days, I'll dedicate that time to um, getting that certificate because you have certificates that are 30 days, 60 days, however it is. So that those are examples of setting different goals in different areas of your life. Because guess what? We're elevating every aspect of our life. So I don't want you to just focus on one area. I want you guys to focus on all areas of your life bit by bit and, um, you know, and we'll get there. Now let's get to journaling and reflection. Get your journal. All right. So, um, I have my journal, right? And I write a lot. I write a lot. So journaling and reflection is regularly journaling your thoughts, your progress, and just reflecting on your goals, you know, to stay engaged and motivated. So when you set your goals, you definitely want to keep, um, keep looking at them, keep writing your progress, keep, um, writing down your thoughts, anything new that come up, just write it down. So you, you stay motivated and you stay engaged to your goals. If you write down your goal at the beginning of the year and you don't touch it back till the end of the year, you're not going to know where you are, right? You're not going to know where you are. <clears throat> and this also helps you to, to kind of guide you as you go along. Then we have the Goldilocks rule, the Goldilocks rule. This is where choosing goals that are neither too hard nor too easy, but are just challenging enough to maintain that motivation. Again, I know this. I just didn't know it was called the Goldilocks rules. So as I'm informing you guys, I'm learning things myself. All right. So this is, you ever, you ever write something for your to-do list after you do it and then cross you out? It make you feel like you do something that you did. All right. So I've done that before. I love my whole list of things and the day finished and it's not that I'm not doing anything. Sometimes I, I end up with a lot of calls, a lot of meetings, a lot of consultation and I'll go through the day not accomplishing any of the things that are on my list and I'll write something just as I'm about to do it and then I'll just cross it off. So I feel like I did something that day off or I took something off my list, right? So... Or another example is you may, you may say, you know what, I'm going to the gym five days a week and one morning you get up and you're just not in the mood. You're just not in the mood to go to the gym. But you said, let me go do 20 push-ups or 20 squats or something to keep motivated, to keep, you know, just maintain that motivation. Because if you don't go to the gym, then the next day you may not go again and the next day you may not go. But if you get up one day, you don't feel like going. Just do some light exercise so you're still kind of in the rhythm um, and you don't lose that motivation. Then we have affirmations and positive self-talk. Who's guilty of these? Who's guilty of affirmations? Who's guilty of positive self-talk? I know you are. I am too. Don't feel bad. I get up in the morning, I'm like, I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm going to have a good day, right? And I, I tend to tell my daughter this a lot. My son, he's like, he doesn't care to talk to me that much these days. He's a teenager. He's a boy. He's all into games. Don't care. So most of my time is spent with Sage, my five-year-old, because she loves talking, right? So I'll, I'll hold her in the morning. And I'm like, you are beautiful or you are pretty. Yeah, so those affirmations and positive self-talk, you know, using positive affirmations, 
and self-talk to maintain a positive attitude towards achieving your goals. There are times, and I'm being honest, like there are times when I get up and I'm like, let me just go look another job. I'm just going to go get another W-2 job. I don't want to be self-employed no more. It's too much work on my own. So I have to do the client's work. So the CPA part of me, right? I'm doing the technical part. I have to do my marketing. I have to do my admin. I have to do my social media. I have to do my editing. Like those were all the things that I was doing. And I said, you know what? It would be so much easier to just go get a nine to five. I go to work, do the work, come home and I'm done. Right? There there are times when 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock, I'm up researching, I'm up working, I'm up doing something pertaining to my business. And it's like, Jesus, man, like, it would be easier to get a 9 to 5. Right? So, <laughs> so you need to give yourself those positive talk to keep you going. Um, It's a little bit easier now because I, I do have an admin, which helps so, so much. And... um. A contractor for 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 stuff so it gets easier but there were times when I had to talk myself into like you know what keep going keep going this is your big goal you want to retire at 40 yes I do want to retire at 40 two years two years from now I guess I just tell everybody my age but two years from now my hope is to not be doing as much work as I'm doing now I know that's very ambitious I don't care I got big goals right I got the bag big hairy, audacious goals, it may not happen, right? That's true, and I'm not going to get disappointed because I know it was a it was a really big goal. It's attainable, but it's a really big goal. So back to it. So the bigger picture is if that's what I want to do, then I have to do these things right now. And so I definitely have to push myself sometimes through those affirmations and positive self-talk. All right. Then we have regular review and adaptation. This is where you have to consistently review your goals and the progress you made and being willing to adapt to change. All right. You have to adapt to change. And guess what? This is, this is perfect. My first episode, I was at my desk with my chair and I said to you guys, it's new. I don't have the background that I want, but I'll I start anyways. So as you see me every week, you may see a different background, right? You may see a different background because I'm adapting as I go along and I'm changing things as I go along. So it's not perfect. Still not perfect. It wasn't perfect when I started a couple weeks ago and it's not perfect now. So you will be seeing changes next week. It may be something added or something removed because I'm still not kind of like feeling these curtains and, you know, like different things. So don't be afraid to adapt to change. Don't be afraid to review your goals and your progress and be like, you know what? I need to change this. And if you have to change it, that's fine. I was having a conversation with my husband this morning and we were talking about the the the, the slogan or like the ele elevating every aspect of life and we are debating do we use elevating every aspect of life he's like it's too long nobody want to say so many words even though it's just five words right elevating every aspect of life and i have another one empowering your ambition and he's like you should go with that one i'm like but i started the podcast already using elevating every aspect of life and he's like yes but you can morph into um 
empowering your ambition. So if you see me two, three weeks from now, changing it from elevating every aspect of life to empowering your ambition, it's because I'm looking at things and I'm looking at the big picture and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish. And maybe empowering your ambition works better, right? So if you see me again, you heard it here first, if I end up doing it. But don't be afraid to make changes. Um, don't feel like it's too late in the game. I've already done this. I've already done that. I've changed my logo three times since I started my business. Three times I've changed my logo, right? So don't be afraid. Always review your goals and your progress and be open to change, all right? These are some effective goal setting techniques that I talk about. So I want you to comment below. Let me know which one you've tried, which one you may try, which one you don't think you'll try, all right? Definitely comment below. I want you to also subscribe if you're watching this and you if you're watching this and you did not subscribe yet. Stop, press the subscribe button. Yes, I'm waiting on you. Press the subscribe button, like and share. Share it to somebody. I'm challenging you guys to just pick two people and just share it with them. All right? So, subscribe, like and share. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining another episode of The Sharp Edge with Shiki, where we are elevating every aspect of life. Ready, set, goals.